the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is furnished by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. This is AM 630 KSLR. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Last week's broadcast, I addressed a prophecy to the church, especially to the black and Hispanic community, and also the Native American or Indian, for political correctness, will also be recompensed for the evil things that was done to them, okay? But uh, last week, I addressed the prophecy to my brothers and sisters in Christ in the black community and also in Hispanics. The Lord had me uproot, tear down, destroy, and overthrow the unrepentant heart and unforgiveness that have taken root in this country for many, many generations. And this year will be uprooted as God is dealing with the hearts and minds of his people in this country. I'm talking about the divisiveness in the church, which caused this entire nation to harvest the sins that we swept under the rug, and God is going to hold the spiritual leaders accountable, not our political leaders, because we did disobey God's commands. The prophecy the Lord had me released about three years ago is this. God is going to recompense the blacks and the Hispanics for the wrongs done to their forefathers during the time of segregation. Indian people, for the sake of political correctness, Native American will also be touched and be blessed by God and will be compensated for all the wrongs done to them. The whites or the Anglos, especially our children and children's children, will also be blessed tremendously if we obey God and repent. You know, our children and our children's children do not need to pay for the sins of their forefathers during the time of segregation. Everybody is paying for this sin because of the failure of the church leaders to address this important issue God's way. For this recompense or the blessing to come upon the body of Christ here in the United States of America, we have to meet God's condition and follow his instruction to the letter. So if you missed last week's broadcast, we are on podcast. Please go to our website, SOGMI.org, so that I do not have to repeat myself all over again. It is painful to deal with the issues of the heart, but it is time. For our sake, but of Christ, the conditions and instructions for this prophecy to manifest are 
Number one, repent. Number two, forgive. Let go of the past. And let God heal the painful memories. In accordance to Jesus' command in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Luke 11, 4. Forgive our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. That's the prayer the Lord taught us. In Luke 6, 37, in part, Forgive, and you will be forgiven. This command of the Lord to forgive does not have any ifs or buts. It doesn't have any exception whatsoever. Why? He died for our sins. He forgave us. So we forgive, we will be forgiven. Every day we witness the problems our young people face. Every day. There are so many young blacks being murdered in Chicago alone. The young blacks have the highest unemployment rate in the country. Second, the Hispanics. For the whites and other colors, like myself, we have to put ourselves in their place. For many decades, distrust, anger, bitterness have taken root in the hearts and minds of many black people because of those wrong things done to them and their fathers. They were victimized by the sins of our fathers. We need to ask God for help and to ask for His mighty hand to correct the wrong done to them. And let us ask for the forgiveness of the sins of our fathers and our own because we didn't do anything about it. Let us help them. Let us gain their trust. For the black community, we are commanded by God to forgive. It does not matter how painful what was done to us. It is for your own sake. God has been wanting to recompense all of you for all the unpaid wages, for the murder, rape, and any and all those wicked things done to your fathers. But you have to forgive. If you cannot or don't trust me or the white folks, then trust Jesus our Lord. And he is faithful, and this is thus saith the Lord. Forgive and let go. To the leaders, instead of handling this issue like the world does, why don't we read the scripture again? And the scripture I just quoted and preach the power of forgiveness from the pulpit. Let us ask ourselves this. Are we leading God's people astray and promoting divisiveness in the body of Christ? Because we ourselves cannot let go and forgive? Or we ourselves do not want to repent? Because after all, it's not our sin, it's the sin of our fathers. But our young generation, our children and children's children, in all colors have been paying for our action or inaction. Today is a day closer, a day closer when we face Jesus at the judgment seat and he will ask questions like this. I forgave you. I died for you. I died for your sins. Why did you not forgive? Why did you hold bitterness and anger in your heart? Why did you use the pulpit to advance your own agenda instead of teaching my people to obey me? Number two, 
Why did you not address this issue? Uproot it and allow yourself to be my vessel of joy, of love and peace. Did I not give you a ministry of reconciliation? Why did you harden your hearts towards my people? Why did you not repent and why did you not address this problem? We, including myself, the spiritual leaders this year, 2015, by our action or inaction, will determine our position in the kingdom of God forever. What we're dealing right now as a nation, the problems we are facing, is a result of our action or inaction, our rebellion against the commands of the Lord. And we will answer to our Lord Jesus Christ, who hears and sees everything. So let us do our part, every member of the body of Christ. Let us obey the commands of the Lord, and this country will turn towards righteousness. Let us not allow our children and children's children to pay for our disobedience. Let us cry for mercy, and let us commit to the Lord to obey His commands from now on. Join me in preaching repentance and the power of forgiveness from the pulpit all across this nation. This is one of our instruction leaders. This is also thus saith the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 11 and 12. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. You have seen correctly for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. God is looking upon us, and as soon as we repent and forgive others, recompense, transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will manifest this year. The glory of God will fall upon United States of America, starting here in the state of Texas. Let us obey God. Two Sundays ago, the Lord had me preach this very same thing to our congregation, and for the first time, I saw a breakthrough. The conviction of the Holy Spirit was heavy upon us all. Reconciliation and healing of our nation must start with healing and reconciliation in the body of Christ. We leaders are given by God such influence, such opportunity, such power in His name. We hold a very influential position in the kingdom of God, and God's people are looking at us for direction to lead them to the path of righteousness in Christ Jesus, lead them towards healing and reconciliation, deliverance, unity, prosperity. And God, our God, is more than able and willing to manifest these things to his people. Let us do the God thing and save the young generation. Let us go to the inner cities and preach the gospel in power. Let us be the generation, because of our obedience and our repentant heart, have turned this country around that this nation will be under one God. We will be found trustworthy by our Lord Jesus Christ, and we will hear him say, Well done. Let us finish our race. Let us take our position of authority. Let us do our job. Let us take a lesson from the book of Jonah. Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh 
to prophesy judgment and repentance to the people of Nineveh. Why? Because the people in Nineveh were an enemy of the Jewish people. They oppressed and were very cruel to the Jewish people. And Jonah had this bitterness and anger towards them. And you know the story. He did not want to prophesy repentance to the people of Nineveh. He wanted God to judge them severely or wipe them out on the face of the earth. There was a bitter root in Jonah's heart towards the people of Nineveh, even though Jonah knew God. Sounds familiar? In spite of Jonah's bitterness and temper tantrums, God understood. But since he was a prophet, it is also the position of God that he ought to know better. Jonah knew the heart and the will of God, but he did not have the heart of God, a forgiving heart a loving and a merciful heart. Sounds familiar? Do I need to go on? Were the wrong things that were done to you so bad, like what the people of Nineveh did to Jonah's people? Probably so, probably equal, or probably, let's say that yours is far more grievous and more wicked. But let us continue. Let us look at this from God's perspective. In point of view, okay? Let us go to Jonah chapter 4, starting with verse 1. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? This is what I tried to forestall when fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. Verse 3. But the Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry? This is the same question that the Lord is asking many of you right now. And like Jonah, you still feel strongly that you have the right To be angry, to be bitter, to be suspicious. You have a right to hold bitterness against others because you have been wronged. Verse 5. Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. There he made himself a shelter, sat in its shade and waited to see what would happen to the city. Because of what's in his heart, He was still hoping that God will destroy the people or the city of Nineveh. And let us look at the loving God. In spite of Jonah's bitter heart, he still provided for him. Like in spite of your bitterness and your bitter heart, he's still providing for you. Okay? Verse 6. Then the Lord God provided a leafy plant and made it grow up over Jonah to give shade for his head to ease his discomfort, and Jonah was very happy about the plant. But at dawn the next day, God provided a worm, which chewed the plant so that it withered. When the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind, and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. He wanted to die, 
and said it will be better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he answered, It is, he said, and I'm so angry I wish I were dead. Verse 10. But the Lord said, You have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than a hundred and twenty thousand people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and also many animals? That's the heart of God. Yes, in the past years, many white people committed atrocities against the black and Hispanic people. It is a part of that big blemish in this nation's history. But many Americans, white people, do not have the same prejudice like their fathers. And they should not be made to pay for the sins of their fathers. But let us look at God's point of view, okay? How he sees things. God will always remember our white founding fathers of this great nation, they entered a covenant with the Almighty God that this nation is under God. They're white folks. And during the war against Great Britain, many blacks joined them in their fight. So the blacks and the white people have founded this country, this nation. We need to learn the history, especially our Christian heritage. But many of the founding fathers, they're from Great Britain, actually, they're all white. So like the people of Nineveh, you can unleash the power of forgiveness to the people of God in this great nation. And here comes the tidal wave of blessings. You can never outdo God. He will answer in kind and much, much more. And that is the last assignment of Jonah as a prophet. Let me ask you this, leaders, even you, my dear brothers and sisters. Do you want to get replaced as leaders like Jonah? Do you want God to replace you and take you out from your position because of your bitter heart? Yes, you have cause to be angry. Every time you remember the pains and sufferings of your people and you yourself have suffered through it and continue to suffer but let me remind you about the parable that Jesus gave us about the unmerciful servant in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 through 35. We need to read this again. You know the story. There is a servant in which he owed his master many things, and it's time to call that debt. And he asks for forgiveness, have mercy on me or have pity on me. And the master had a great compassion for him. So what he did is he canceled all his debts, right? This is Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 through 35. And on his way, this servant met a man that owed him some money. And like him, this man who owed him some money asked for mercy Asked for patience, but he did not listen. He threw the other man to jail. And the master heard about it. So you know what happened. 
the master got so angry with him that he threw him to prison also. Okay? You need to read that again. Because when I read to you Jonah, some of you were saying that's in the Old Testament. So let me give you Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 through 35. And let me read to you verse 21. Okay? Matthew 18, 21. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? But Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy, seven times. And then Jesus shared that parable to them, the parable of the unmerciful servant. And down to verse 35, it says, this is Jesus talking. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. It means to say, if you are not willing to forgive your brothers and sisters in Christ, not the whole world, but your brothers and sisters in Christ, He will call back those sins that you have committed that He forgave and canceled, and He will call you back to account because you did not forgive your brother or sister from the heart. Let me ask you this. Is it worth going to hell for? As it is, you are being tormented. Are you willing to risk spending eternity in hell instead of heaven because of the sins of others, which you yourself was taken captive because of the unforgiveness in your heart? I dare say not. My dear brothers and sisters, let us forgive. Let go. You can cry, but you know the scripture probably more than I know the scripture. It's not worth it. Let us provide the way for living heaven on earth, especially for our children and children's children. Let us leave a legacy of love, forgiveness, peace, and prosperity to them. Let us be the generation that God will use to turn this country around. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you that the time has now come, that you're convicting us and exposing the bitter roots from our hearts. Help us, I pray, and convict us of our sins, that we will repent We will obey you, and we will forgive others. We thank you, Lord, for our deliverance, and we thank you that now that we forgive our brothers and sisters, now that we repented of our sins, that you can now turn this country around, that you can now bless our brothers and sisters, those in the black community, in the Hispanic community, and even everybody in the body of Christ, Lord, as we are one. I pray healing and reconciliation and unity in the body of Christ. And I thank you, Lord, for your appointed, qualified, fearless, and righteous leaders now to be in the forefront for the glory of your name in Jesus' name. Call me at 210-695-1630 or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. Join us in our Sunday services. Service in the morning starts at 10.30 a.m. and at evening at 7 p.m. 
We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. And in addition to that, we will be holding a prophetic conference slash school on June 19, which is Friday at 7 p.m. in the evening and the whole day Saturday, June 20th. You need to register for this event. You need to mark your calendar to join. You don't want to miss this. You wanted to get plugged in in what God is doing in our country and his plans for the body of Christ for 2015 and beyond. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, to register. Again, it's SOGMI.org, and you can pay the registration fee of $30 per person. Or you can mail your check to Sons of God International, Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. Again, the date is June 19th through 20th. The registration is $30 per person. Seating is limited. You do not want to miss this important event. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. And all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630-KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.